Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're live, and I want to thank God and praise God. We come this evening thanking God. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor Chisholm. Uh, Fire Tablet is Evangelist uh, Ardella Deloney. She will be our special guest next week, but we want to welcome her. God bless you, Pastor St. John. God bless your heart and tell co-pastor I said hello in the name of Jesus, Pastor Co-Pastor. She's listening in. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to go right here to get started. We're a little bit behind, uh, but praising God and exalting his name. And, and as I shared with, uh, with us early on, uh, our topic today is that, and I'm going to pray, but I want to welcome everybody. This is your host, Elder Anton and Elder Jennifer Seals in her absence. We uh, want to first acknowledge and praise God for the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, his birthday is this Saturday, so we're two days away from the birth and the advent. It's not about the gifts, it's about the birth of Jesus Christ. It's about the gift that he gave us. And so we have to ask ourselves, what are we doing with this gift? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the tabernacle of fire, which is a meeting place. And we thank you right now that we come to meet the presence of the Holy Spirit. We welcome you on this podcast. We welcome you in our homes. We welcome you in our lives. We ask you, God, to move in a mighty way to test the hearts, oh God, and open up stony hearts and change the situation of the world, oh God. Turn the captivity of America, oh God, to a place of real freedom and justice and righteousness of your word to stand on it in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that prayer becomes a priority in the body of Christ and in our churches, even the more in the teaching of your word. Lord, we're praying through this podcast, oh God, the anointed vessels that come to teach, to share, and to learn from one another, oh God, that we come with sincere hearts and bow down before you, even on this holiday celebration of the tabernacle on this December 23rd. We just want to say thank you, Jesus. We adore you, we magnify you, and we just give you all the praise honor and glory. This is your host, Elder Anton Seals and Elder Jennifer Seals, and we just thank God for all of you. And, and, and as I go forth in this lesson and the topic, unto us a child is born. Unto us a child is born. And, and really what's that? what that's getting us to is also the fact that this child is born as a spiritual gift, is given to the world, is given to you and I. And so that we're going to go into some scripture texts. And the Son of God has come and he lives. Hallelujah. The son of God, he's come and he lives. He's living right now. And matter of fact, he's dwelling in you. Hallelujah. That he created you in his image and his likeness. And he spoke a word and that word was let us make man. And so you're made in his image and his likeness. And so we exalt the name of Jesus right now. We think, and I'm going to adjust my screen here so I don't be looking all over the place. Glory to God. And we just thank you for all of our guests that are listening on, on Facebook or wherever you are listening and watching. We thank God for you. We praise God for you. And we just ask all of you to continue to pray for us as we go forth in this podcast this evening. And so the topic today, I just want to read uh, Isaiah 9 and 6, Isaiah 9 and 6, hallelujah, Isaiah 9 and 6. And Isaiah 9 and 6 reminds us of the walk that we have with Christ Jesus. And it says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And then the other scripture that I wanted to touch base on today was uh, for us to look at Isaiah 9 and 6. That also says, it reminds us something similar. Actually, that's Isaiah, isn't that? 1 John 5 and 20, and where we find in 1 John 5 and 20, and we know that the God, the Son of God is come, and he had given us understanding that we may know him that is true, to give us understanding that we will know him and that he is true. Amen. And so let us never doubt the presence of God and the work of God and the power of God in the name of Jesus. So God, we just come to say thank you. And I pray you can still hear me. I got some feedback from something, uh, but we just praising God as we go forth in this lesson and teaching of this word. But he says, and then I want you to know and to understand that we may know him that is true. And 
and we are in him that is true. And even his son, even his son, Jesus Christ, this is the true God and eternal God. Isaiah 7 and 14 says, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. So the Lord has given the world a sign, hallelujah. And that sign is Jesus. The, word, the Lord said he'll give a sign. And he said, behold, behold, a virgin will, will, will bring a child and bury son and we shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, now, brothers and sisters, a lot of people may not know that Emmanuel means that God is with us. The word Messiah, when we hear the word Messiah, it means the anointed one. So we're saying that God is the anointed one, and, and Jesus is the anointed one. The anointed one meaning that he comes and represents him to the Father in the flesh. Hallelujah. And so this child that was born is the, is, is the, the image of who you and I are. They give us an example during this Christmas holiday and every day of our lives where we've gotten away from, from really worshiping God and, and celebrating uh, Christ and not, uh, as Pastor Chisholm taught a couple of weeks ago, not, not the mass, not the Christmas, but the Christ that, that makes up the Christmas. Hallelujah. But we've gotten so far away from the presence of God in our lives and in our meditation of our hearts and how we not only study the word by faith, because faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word, but we, we need to spend more time. And I believe God is saying at this Christmas, at this celebration of Christmas, let us worship and adore God. Let us bow down and return to a place of reverence to the holiness of God. For he said unto us is given a child and bear his son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. To remind us that God says, I am with you. Jesus, I am with you. God, I am with you. See, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are one. And so as we teach today and preach today and, and exhortate on the word, I, I just want you to understand that, that this is not just a regular conversation. This is really about the birth of creation in, from God Almighty all the way from 2,000 years later, we find us still worshiping Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Who is the visible, invisible God. He is the son of the living God. And he, he said, if I don't leave you, if I don't leave you, then I can't send the Holy Ghost. So he even had a, a hearts and mind when he rent the veil that you don't have to go to the priest. Uh, he called you the priest in Revelation, you the priest. And so where am I going with this lesson today is the sovereign power of God that's in our lives, the sovereignty of who he is every day in our lives, not just on occasion, but every day of our lives, we worship an awesome God. We worship a God that's able to do exceedingly abundant more than we ask or even think. And so I had done some, some studying before uh, on, on, on the birth of Jesus, on the, on the birth of Jesus. And I, I was led in the spirit to go back. Uh, and we know that the gospel, the synoptic gospel, of uh, uh, what is that, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that, that those, those gospels speak explicitly about the life of Jesus Christ. And each one of them are a bit different. But the Gospel of Luke really gives great detail uh, about the birth of Jesus. And, and one of the things I want us to understand about this gift that we have, uh, and I want to go back to the title again, that, that he says that the gift, the gift, that the, the, the birth of Jesus is a gift to us. Unto us a child is born. Now, let me, let me paraphrase something for us. When Jesus was yet in the womb of the mother, even before he was born, there was a fear of the power of who this Jesus, this Messiah would be. Hallelujah. And he didn't come like people thought he was going to come. I'm just giving some background. And so when we begin to look at the scripture text and we look at uh, Luke 1, if you got your Bibles, go to Luke 1. And, and Luke begins to record the, the, the story about before there's a Jesus, there's a John the Baptist. Hallelujah. And, and so the relationship of God, knowing that he had to send someone to prepare us, and that's why the pastors and ministers and evangelists and the, and the uh, apostles and the teacher, uh, the pastor, the evangelist, all of the fivefold ministries, we're, we're needed in the body of Christ like never before. We're, we're needed to carry forth the, and to make sure that the, the establishment of the word of God by the apostles that are protecting uh, Christendom from the 
scripture text and the foundation of the church is in order in the name of Jesus. Evangelism to go about and spreading the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ and giving witness uh, uh, to what the power of God's might can do. That's that's mm. because Jesus was coming. Jesus is here. And so I'm talking past and present because I'm not going to say he's coming. Mm -hmm. because he's omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipresent. He's already here. And because he has died and been, been born and crucified and rose again, hallelujah, now sits at the right hand of God, I mm -hmm. want us to reverence the presence of who God really is this Christmas and who Jesus is. Jesus is the living presence of the Spirit of God, and we call him Jesus. He's the son of the living God, and he says, I created him in my image. And he says now when you go to Genesis 1, that I I created you also in the image of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How about that? So, so, so we got to appreciate who we are. We have to get to the place of honoring and respecting each other with this gift that God has given us called Jesus. And so I wonder what you're doing with your gift, and I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to make a little note. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What are you doing with your gift that God gave you? See, he, he, he is the gift, and he's the gift maker. And so sometimes in the world, we have a world, we have a world that we live in, and this world sometimes we want so much of what God can give us, but we really don't want to spend time with Jesus. Yeah. And so we find that as we go into Luke 5 and 1, uh, if you have your Bibles, I'm just going to do some paraphrasing that. Uh, Zechariah uh, uh, was, uh, uh, was a priest and a descendant of Aaron. Now, as I teach this, I, I need some glasses here. Uh, when I teach this, I want you to also hear the presence and the moving of the Holy Spirit. Ah, glory to God. What did I do with those eye glasses? But that's okay. But as we go into this lesson, I want you to look at in first uh, uh, in Luke one, that we're talking about, I'm paraphrasing that Zachariah means the Lord remembers. The Lord remembers. The Lord knows all about you. See, there was a four hundred years silence. My God, today. I want you to think about that, and I want you to think about what that would mean that that we have four hundred years of silence. Where, where there's nothing going on that's talking about the move of God after, after the period of silence. And I want you to realize how precious you are that, that the trouble in the land when, when Jesus comes, that the world is in chaos in Rome. And, and they chose to follow other gods. All they have seen through all the tribes of Israel and all the history of the Old Testament for the foreshadowing of the coming of Jesus is the Old Testament. The manifestation and the birth of Jesus we find in the New Testament by grace. So we don't live under the law. We live under the presence of grace of God, which is the spirit of God. And so when we begin to look at the history of, of the creation of Jesus, the birth of Jesus, we have to also include John the Baptist. Uh -huh. And the reason I want to go there is because God knew what we needed. He, he, he was using St. John the Baptist as a disciple to represent you and I and to tell you and I that which these disciples had learned. And he wasn't one of the 12 disciples, but he had a special birthing and calling. And so he was his father, Zechariah, Zechariah, was standing in the tabernacle. He was standing in the place of worship. He was appointed by uh, David, he was appointed by the, the, line of, to the, the lines of, of the, the, the Levites and the tribes of Israel and the Levitical priests that come down through the loins of generation to generation. But we find now that Zechariah, who's a descendant of Aaron, mm, Aaron was a high priest. So we have now this man of God that was chosen to come and stand at the place of worship. And it says Zechariah means to, to remember. Elizabeth, his wife, uh, they had been praying and wanting a child in their later years. And she was about 80 years old and he was about 90. Ooh, God says, but I remember you, Zechariah. And I'm saying to all of us, that these words that we're reading, they're not just words for other people. These, these are words for you and I. These, this is a message to all of us to, to, to come to the place of understanding of 
who you are in Christ Jesus and come to the understanding, the quickening and the likening of who we are in God and that the spirit of the living God is so awesome and so loving and so caring that even he knew to send someone in the, in the makeup of John the uh, Baptist who comes to tell us there's one yet that's coming. I'm going to baptize you in the water. Now, I want you to remember the story with when, when um, Peter and Paul were blessing people, Simon came to them and he accepted Christ and he was, you know, he was a sorcerer. Uh, and so when we study the Bible, we begin to find these different characters who then turned their lives to Jesus, but he wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. So when Peter and John show up, they fill him with the Holy Ghost because he asked the question, can, can I buy this anointing that y'all have. See, the anointing, the anointing, the spirit of the Messiah, Jesus, the, the spirit of the anointing of Jesus that we're talking about comes down from, from heaven. It comes down through Christ Jesus, and it comes from God Almighty because it is the spirit. It is the spirit of the living word of God. It is the seed of God. It's the thought of God. It's the imagination of God. It's the mind of God. And so when you begin to think about the birth of Christ, what is he birthed in you? What what is God giving you life for? There's a purpose for all of us. Uh, and so that's why sometimes in your ministries, in your walk of life, uh, you run into certain opposition because the devil knows what the plan is for your life. And so I just want you to understand as we talk about Elizabeth now is finding out that she's pregnant. And so we go into this story about Elizabeth and we begin to study to understand that she is with child. And so as, as we get into the, the lecture, I want to go down to verse 5 in Luke 1, 525. I went on and opened up my Bible and, and so I could just share this with you and paraphrase as we go along. There was in the days Herod, the king of Judea, and, and a certain priest here, Zechariah, Zacharias, and the, and the course of Arabia, and his wife was a daughter of Aaron. And so these are family members and, and her name was Elizabeth and, and they were both righteous. And so what I'm asking us to think about as we think about Christmas and our walk with God and through Christ Jesus, we accept him as our Lord and Savior. Are you walking to keep his commandments? Are, are you willing to sacrifice and obey the ordinances of God and find yourself blameless in the sight of God? Not that we, we don't fall short of the glory of God, because we do. And, and they had no child because Elizabeth was barren. In verse 8, it says, and it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the customs of the priest's office, his lot was turned to burn incense. In other words, out of all these priests that had been established, he was chosen to be in the place to burn the incense. Now, the burning of incense was really a place of, of, of high honor. You, you, you know, you understand that the God was a God of order. God is a God of order. I'm sorry. God is a God. Everything that he does, there's order in it. There's structure in it. There's a covenants in it. There's uh, commandments in it. There's uh, uh, responsibilities that you are given to know and to begin to follow. And so the, the priests had a responsibility of praying in the inner court. Hmm. So they were still uh, not in the court as it was before, but in the place of worship. And so this was not the, the, the this could have been in the home. This could have been in, in the, at, the, at, the, uh, 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 at the sanctuary where they had built and they were worshiping God in the sanctuaries. But wherever it was, he said that like, he was burning the incense in the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple, a place of worship. And the, the burning of incense represents your prayers. The prayers represent the smell. It, 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 see, the incense that was burned, the, the, the alabaster box, and all of those herbs had to be crushed. They had to be cut down. They had to be dug out of the ocean. And, and they had to, there was onica, which is a snail that comes out of the ocean, and it, it had a stench about it. But when you mixed it together with the, with the different herbs and with the frankincense it gave and cinnamon, it gave a sweet smell. And so God says, your prayers uh, uh, become the sweet smell. Your, 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 your travails of life, the, many of the afflictions of the right, your pain and your suffering bring us to that place that we, we, we sincerely come to God and we stand before him that your prayers now 
because you're calling on him with sincere heart. You're calling on him in the ground Christmas time, not for some more gifts, but God, uh, uh, let us be in your presence, God. Let, let us have a mind to stay in the presence of God. Lord, because when I find myself in the presence of God, because he gave me this gift called Jesus, the son that you've given unto us is your son, is the spirit of the living God, and, and his body's no longer here, but you placed his spirit in us. You placed your spirit, and you said that you created us in your image and your likeness, and you've given us dunamis power that we can step on the addis head and stand on the solid rock, the rock of Jesus, the cleft of the rock where he hid Moses. And hey, glory to God. It's a place of worship. It was a place that God set aside, in the, and, and it wasn't until the transfiguration that he really got to see the presence of God. He was transformed, and, and he reveals himself while Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and praying, he says to them, can you watch for an hour? So, so this temple prayer is your closet of prayer. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And so the whole multitude of people were praying without the time of incense. So you could be praying, but they didn't have the responsibility to light these incense. And you could put some candles and some incense in your house. But I'm talking about these incense were only to be placed on the altar of prayer, which was right outside right outside, right before you could, could come close to the, uh, uh, the, the, the veil that had yet to be rent, that there was an altar there was in the holy court of place of worship. There was a, the menorah with the seven candles, which represents the seven churches, which represents the, the priests and the pastors of today. Hallelujah. The light of the world that goes across the world is the light of God. It's the star that you see in heaven that the shepherds saw and followed. Hallelujah. That the wise men follow and the angels spoke to him and said, fear not, there's one that's being born and his name is the Messiah. The anointed one is here. He's here brothers and sisters. He's here with us. So when you're praying, pray to get in the presence with God. Pray to get into to, to the sincerity of your heart, that he knows you. And Lord, I, I surrender right now, God, that we need some miracles right now. We, and we're praying, believing, for you said, ask and believe and we shall receive. And so when Zachariah saw him, he was troubled. What was he troubled by? Verse 11, there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar. See, God God will show you some things in your prayer life. Hallelujah. God will, will change your mind. Well, Brother Seals, why do you say that? Well, let's think about it. Now, now when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus said, oh, but, but God, I, I, I know you sent me, and I, I, I said I would do your will, but Lord, I didn't see what they're going to do to me. They're going to whip me. They're going to they crucify me. And so he cried out and said, Lord, take this cup. See, 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 prayer in your relationship of sincerity of prayer, your consistency of prayer, it changes things. And, and here's an example where, where God is speaking to Jesus and, and Jesus is praying to his father and he's saying, I don't want to do this no more. I want to use this almighty power that I got. <laughs> I, I, I don't, nevertheless, he's, first he says, take this cup, but shortly after that, he said, but nevertheless, what happened? Something in his prayer, something in his faith of believing and knowing his illustration to mankind, that I know that you will fall short of the glory of God. I know that this world will catch you up and all the thrills and the, and the, and the uh, excitement and, and the glamour and the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. I know that you get caught up, but I'm showing you Jesus as an example that he even cried out to me. Don't be ashamed to cry before God. Don't be ashamed to weep and say, God, I'm sorry. Have mercy on me. Lord, I repent. Oh, God, turn it around. Turn it around. Turn me, God. Turn us, God. But the angel, the angel said, fear not. God is speaking to us and telling me to tell you in the midst of this pandemic, fear God and not the pandemic. Honor and worship God. Fear not, Zacharias. Fear not, Pastor St. John. Fear not, Evangelist Deloney. Fear not, Evangelist uh, Elder Jennifer Seals. Fear not, people of God. Fear not in the name of Jesus. Fear not, prayer line of intercessors. Fear not because we serve an awesome God. We serve a God that will not fail. We serve a God that loves you. We serve a God that knows the beginning and the end. So all we got to do is hold on to his unchanging word. Hallelujah. And so Zachariah sees and he's chosen, chosen to give witness 
that his wife is going to have a baby and his name is going to be called to St. John the Baptist. My, my, my. And Zachariah said to the angel, where, where, whereby shall I know this? I'm an old man and my wife well stricken in years. The angel answered and said, I am Gabriel. This is Gabriel, the angel from God that stands in the presence of God. When you're praying, brothers and sisters, we're in the presence of God. And he sent, he sent John the Baptist to, to give us a heads up to, to announce the coming of the birth of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so, so the, the angel, the, 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 the angel speaks and the, the kindling of the, the smoke and the, and the altar of prayer, the atonement for our sins, that, that from, from being in the presence of God, he moves you out of your natural state and your physical mind and your, your, the enmity that blocks things that God has for us. And he enters you into the secret place of the most high with God. He, he brings you into his presence and he begins to reveal some things to you. And he's speaking through the angel. And God hears and answers the prayers of the righteous. The prayers represent a sweet smell in the nostrils of God, your prayers. We are priests, believers with sincere hearts, with the fragrance of God. Let it, let it fill your hearts and your minds and, and fill you with the presence of God. Hallelujah. The glory of God, the peace of God, the joy of God. And so as we go on and, and we go down and we get to Acts 23, 1 and 7, and Paul earnestly beholding the council saying, men and brother, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both here were now well stricken in age. As, according to the customs of the priests of the office, again, we find that, that, that Zachariah was chosen. And I come to tell you that you are the chosen vessels of God. This Christmas, I want you to remember that Jesus came and died for you because Jesus said that you are his sons and his daughter. You are his sheep, his pastor, but it belongs to you. This kingdom he's given to you and I as a gift from the son of God, from God almighty. And that was Jesus learned to do. The disciples learned. And what they learned, we're learning from the scripture text that we're reading from the prophets and from all of the writers of the Bible. Lord, that your word is moving in the land today if we would only believe with faith the signs of a mustard seed. And lo, the angel Lord came unto them. The glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. And this, this is but the angel said unto them, fear not, Mm. So when you get in that place, brothers and sisters, around Christmas time, when you're worried about trying to get all the gifts and you're worried about trying to please everybody, uh, get in the presence with God. Away from me. Get in the presence with God. I want to take you to another scripture down by, in the same text here, and we go down to verse 41. Go down to verse 41. We thank you, Lord. We come to say thank you as we get that this is Luke verse 40, 41. I want to share this with you because we understand, and it came to pass, that Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary. Mary comes to visit her cousin. This is Mary's cousin. And she went to visit her, her cousin, Elizabeth. And while they were, were meeting and coming to meet, the baby leaps in the womb. This is Jesus leaping. And Elizabeth, I'm sorry, the baby is leaping. And Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, now understand that the disciples had not even been filled with the Holy Ghost. Ah, glory to God. See, so we serve a God that, 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 that the way of God is beyond our natural mind. And so this Christmas, I want you to take Jesus out the box and, and, and let him have free will with you because you may be programmed to think a certain way because we've been taught and we've been a misunderstanding that God doesn't have to wait just for a disciple to touch you or, or someone who comes a witness. He can speak to you through a donkey. He can speak to you in the midnight hours while you're laying in the bed. He can send an angel to you. He can let an accident happen and turn your life around. Bring you to that place, that place, that point in your life where you're ready to surrender. And the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth is now blessed of God. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. That we have a God and the power of God through John 
through John and Matthew 11, 11, though John would be great in the sight of the Lord by the grace of God, he who is, is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And remember, even as we think about the Bible and the teaching of who Saul was and, and became Paul, he was a sinner. We all fall short of the glory of God. And though John was great in the sight of the Lord, he wasn't always considered to be the best of the, of the, of the leaders. But God says, and many of the children of Israel will be turned to their God. Hallelujah. So I, I want us to turn to Jesus. I want us to turn back to Christ this Christmas. I, I want you to get in this place where we have a relationship of understanding the power and the might and the glory of who God is and worship and adore him because he's God and God alone. And, and beside him, there is none other. And, and I, I just, I pray that you can hear what I'm saying to us and sharing with you in the scripture context today, that, that it, this is all about the relationship of God. This is all about understanding who we are in Christ Jesus. And that's all this is about, is your walk with God. Are you willing? Are you willing? Are you ready for Jesus? And so Gabriel foretells the miracle of the birth of Jesus. So if we go down now to uh, Luke 1, 26 and 38, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent into the city of Galilee. Hmm. Name Nazareth. <laughs> Glory. To a virgin espoused. So she was promised, a spouse promised. She wasn't married. She was promised. There was a commitment. To a man whose name was Joseph. And he was from the house of David, from the lineage of David. So these are chosen people. You are a chosen people. The Lord tells us in his word that you are a chosen generation. You're, you're ambassadors of Christ. You are the stewards of his kingdom, the stewards of the mysteries of God. And so the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and, and said, Hail, uh, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. I, I want to stop right there. I want us to know that right now, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with us. Amen. The, the Lord is, is in our presence even right now. The Lord, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. That the light of God is shining through. I feel it. I feel the presence of God. I don't care if nobody else gets it. I feel the presence of God because I know what I'm talking about is real. Hell, Mary, full of grace. Lord be with thee. See, we're not praying to Mary. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not. I grew up as a Catholic. No offense. No offense. But I, I learned that 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 that's not what God called us to do. He said, "Put no one else above Him, and Thou art art highly favored. The Lord is with thee, brothers and sisters. The Lord is with you because you are His creation. He made you in His image and His likeness. You are His child." And those, those who grab hold of this, those who, who seek him, those who love him, those who are willing to sacrifice, he says, I will give you a power and authority to do the will of God. And when he, and when he saw him, she, she was troubled at the saying and cast in her mind, what manner of salutation should this be? And the angel said unto Mary, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor of God. I come to tell you, when you're reading this, verse 30, and it says, Mary, you found favor, put your name in there. This word speaks to us. God wants to give you favor. Favor is his grace. And in mercy keeps you from getting what you deserve. And so favor of God grants you to give you some things that you don't even deserve. Because God's mercy forgives us for our shortcomings. And behold, thou shalt conceive. I want to take us and stretch your mind today. What has God given you to do? Right now, right now, there's something that you were created to do. There's something that God gave you that we must be obedient to the will of God to discover his plan and his purpose for our lives. So when I was reading this, I got a revelation from it. And it says, behold, Thou shalt conceive. Did I not tell you there's some new things that are going to do a new thing in your life and some things are going to spring forth? If you pray in the prayer of, of, of Jabez and, and Lord, extend my territory. 
and he will great, he will be great, he shall be great. See, God has greater grace. He said to the disciples, and tell the people as you go forth teaching and spreading the gospel that, that I've given you power to do the greater greats. But you can't get it if all you want is the trinkets. I want you to have the more of Jesus. I want you to be empowered so that when people come around you, they'll feel the excitement and the glory of God and the power of his might and the gentleness of the love of God in your heart and the kindness and the thoughtfulness and the unforgiveness and, and, and not being so righteous that we can't receive people because they got different ways and different meanings and different. They may hate you, but you still got to pray for them. And so he said, he shall be great. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus will be great. I'm saying to you, God created you to do great things with a small g, and you shall be, he shall be called the son of the highest. So if your father is speaking to a woman of God, and he's using a woman to birth his precious son, Jesus, that she, that she would shed blood and water through her body, through the birth canal, the same way our wives bear our children, and, 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 and all of you women have sacrificed in that pain, and no, no, no man can even understand phantom what that would be like. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of the father, uh, of his father David. This is Jesus we're talking about. Then Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? It's okay to talk to God. It's okay to ask him, Lord, I, I, I've been asking you. See, faith will bring you to a place where, where you've got to have more than just the faith. You've got to hold on to the hope. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So whatever you're hoping for, the faith gives you the energy and the mindset and the imagination to be able to do greater grace. But you can't do it if you don't get the, the power, the invisible source of the substance is, is the electricity of the the, uh, the spirit of the living God. It's like getting my lamp on, my light on. I got a light on here. I turn it off. It gets a little darker. I turn one time and get a little light. Turn them both up. You get, they got to have, the more I spend time with God, the more I spend time talking and praying and studying the word of Jesus and reading the Old and the New Testament and, and meditating on his word and, and being in that quiet place in my temple and my sanctuary, in my prayer closet or in your car, wherever you're going and, and you're talking and the Holy Ghost is speaking to you. <laughs> and he's giving you power. So what he's showing us in this scripture in verse 30 is I, I'm, I'm giving something to you to do in this lifetime and I'm birthing it right now. I'm calling it forth, whatever it is, and, and imagine in your mind by faith to believe that, that, that this hope that I desire is my vehicle to get to wherever I want because I'm, I'm moving, but I, the, 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 the power that I need comes from God. And, and if you don't spend time with God, your mind gets caught up in the things of celebrating Christmas and celebrating the gift and not the gift giver. It's celebrating life and not celebrating the life giver. The, 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 the God that you got to go back to when this body is worn out and your soul has to return to either heaven or hell. What have you chosen to do with the gifts that God has given to you, not a son in the Christmas tree. Are you still hateful and can't forgive somebody, but you go to church and you study the word? Are you still angry at the world because of something that happened years ago? God said to tell you today, he gave me a revelation, Pastor Chisholm. He said, I want you to tell the people to get in the presence of God. Get, get in that place. You see, where that presence of God is there, there's, there's nothing but quietness and gentleness. There's a, there's a reassuring, you know, the blessed assurance, Jesus is mine over the fortress of glory divine see see the glory the glory the peace the joy the happiness the strength the renewing the refreshing the quickening <laughs> the clarity of vision and purpose is found in your relationship of intimacy with god and so i, I, I want us to get to that place at the birth of jesus on this christmas that the holy ghost come upon you right now Holy Spirit, fill it, fill the atmosphere, fill the chapels, God. The people got it in your side. I she can't get it in your side. God, ain't that it in your side? I gotta stop a minute. There, there's a, there's a place in this story for everybody. Spinners, 
saved, sanctified, backsliders. It's because Jesus loves you and he said to all of us, the world is missing my love, Anton, and, and I want you to teach this word and let them know that I've given them the spirit of love, and I want it to burst forth. I want it to spring forth. I want to do some new things in the atmosphere and in their homes and in their family. I want them to not only to hear you praying, but I want the Holy Ghost to take over your house. I want you to stay in my presence regardless to what everybody else may think or feel. Uh, they, 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 they love the beauty of what you got, but they don't love Jesus. Jesus. That sounds like the world that we live in, doesn't it? Amen. Sounds like the Bible that the old days that they knew of him. And he was among his own, but his own could not even receive him. Hallelujah. And we live in a world where sometimes our families and our friends and our neighbors, and we, well, neighbors, we it ain't like it used to be where everybody knew each other. Now we just drive in the house and close the door. Lord, cover us. Call us forth, God, to be the soldiers, the boots on the ground, on the battlefield for the Lord. Let our faith bring us to higher heights and greater depths. To trust you, God. Use us to be that candle of the Lord that you called us to be. That wherever we go, your light so shine after you get all the glory that people will be excited just to be the, in the church because there's a presence of the Holy Spirit. That they, 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 they want to come to your prayer line. They want to be involved in the Bible classes. They want to study because they're trying to get what you got. And I can't give it to you, but I can take you to the well, but I can't make you drink. I, I, I can bring you to the, to the, to the temple, but I, I can bring you to the, the Zoom, but I can't make you study it. Mm -hmm. I can't even make you believe it. But I pray that the power of the Holy Ghost that's on each one of you that are listening, each one of you that are searching for the more, because there's so much more that God has for all of us. There, 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 there's so much more that God, I can't even get to the end of the story because, and Mary, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, uh, uh, be it unto me according. So, so Mary didn't argue with it. Don't argue with what God tell you to do. If you don't understand it, listen to what Mary does. See, these stories we have, thank you, Holy Spirit. I never saw that. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. Nothing of that. The angel, the angel appears. So in other words, the spirit of the living God can speak to you through the angel, or he can give you his voice. You can hear his still small voice. It's a quickening, it's a discerning, a discerning spirit. For we know not how to pray except the unction of what? The Holy Spirit. And so we're in that place of the unction of the Holy Spirit, then it, it, if you hear it, it moves you to a different place, even if, you, even if you don't have tongues that you pray by. But if you have tongues, sometimes he'll begin to have you uh, teach and preach and pray in tongues, and you don't know what's saying. But afterwards, things come out that wasn't in your mind. You know that's the Holy Ghost. Because you're surrendered. You're surrendered and you're not following your script. You're, you're trying to hear in the space of the presence of God. And so he says, behold, thy cousin Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. So God is blessing not only you, he's blessing your family. And they're so stubborn and, and stiff-necked that they, they, they celebrate the goodness of what you can give them, but they don't want your Jesus. Oh, my God. And we have to keep telling them, stay in the presence of God. So, and, and, and how do you know that you're in the presence of God? Because Mary shows us. And she says, Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to, in other words, she said, Lord, whatever you, a handmaiden is a servant. Ministry is a service. <laughs> Ministers are servants. And so we're, hey, Mary says, be it unto to the hand, be it unto me, God, O Lord, I, I will do your will. Father, nevertheless, Take this cup from me, but nevertheless have your way. He said, prayer changed him. His, his mindset shifted. And the angel then departs because she had done her job. The angel had done the job. You, have you done what God called you to do? And so as I, as I even get into the more of this and, and, and get to another place and in verse, uh, uh, we'll go to Vir Virgin Mary was betrothed, pledged, committed to marry Joseph. Their marriage was to be sacred. This is a sacred woman that God called out. And Gabriel announces the blessing from God to Mary. And so I, I just wanted to, to get to this place in our relationship with God. 
I, I don't want to try to go much further. I just want us to think about who you are in the presence of God, in the presence of Jesus, who died on the cross and says, I will never, if you go to, I think it's Romans 10 and 8, that I am nigh thee. Even before you confess with your heart, believing in the resurrection of Jesus, that he is the son of the living God, and you believe it with your heart, you confess it with your mouth, but you believe it in your heart. And the only one that really knows that is between you and God, that it's not the water baptism. So don't y'all get caught up in whether or not you baptize the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, or you baptize in Jesus' name, you baptize in God's name. That, that, that's wonderful. I know people have their doctrine. Don't miss the major key point here is that the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is missing. While we're into traditions and, 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 and rituals of what we need to do, we don't tell people that when you get in this water, it's just the beginning of an outward sign that you're willing to give your life. But I want to challenge you to come to Bible class. I insist of you before, as you take the new membership class and, and study my word, I, I want you to not know the word, just the word, not just the word. I want you to know me. I want you to spend time. I want you to fall in love with Jesus. I want you to come. You can't get to God without Jesus. You, you, the Holy Ghost could be knocking on your door trying to direct you in a safe way, and you so busy being stubborn and got your, your own intellect and your intelligence and your degrees and your stubbornness and your who-ness and God is calling the world back to him. And he's saying to the body of Christ, I dwell amongst you right now. I am present. I am here, saith the Lord. The son of God, he hasn't just come, he's here. Yes, he's coming back, but he's with us every second of the day, every moment of the day. I remember Pastor John years ago, you said every second of the day, let's think about. It. And that hit me where the Holy Ghost uh, uh, evangelist said to me, Evangelist Curling and others on the line, Evangelist uh, uh, Deloney, be in, that, be in that place with me, that presence. Not present, presence. See, when you're in the presence of God, as I close, well, we find this, this strength and this power, this joy, healing, deliverance, quickening of our spirit to strengthen us to be able to carry on. And, and the real test of that is, is, a, is, a, is the spirit mind versus the natural mind. The spirit mind versus the natural mind. What, what do you mean, Brother Seals? The spirit mind? Versus the natural mind? What are you talking about? The natural mind is the enemy against God, enmity. But the spirit is so powerful because it's God. And when you get that intimacy with your father, and you get to a place where he knows you trust him and you obey him, then you won't spend time being angry over the same stuff, you have a forgiving heart. You you won't. I struggle sometimes with wanting to be uh, appreciated more. But he said, "Wait, wait, wait." The reason you're going through that is because you're looking for people to. No, I I'm the one teaching you. <laughs> I'm the one guiding you. I'm the one protecting you. For everyone on this line, everyone listening to this message. God is the one that's making a way out of no way in your life. All these years and all we want him, he wants us to do is not only spend time with him, but stay in the presence where every time the enemy attacks you, you rebuke it because he's giving you that kind of power. I thank God for uh, Evangelist Mother Curleen that's on the line and, and the prayer leaders and the prayer ministries at Victory Apostolic Church that I get the privilege to be a part of praying with. I thank you all. I thank you for Sister Mary Lane. I thank you for Pastor Singleton opening up the, the church and the church lines and, and having people call five days a week, sometimes six days a week to pray for an hour, sometimes two times a day. And that's where the intimacy and the power. You want to see signs and miracles and wonders? 
Let us get in that place where we stay in the presence of that this mind that's in Christ actually begins to manifest so that you begin to recognize the attacks of the enemy for what they are. And because to be like Jesus means you know you're going to get persecuted, you're going to get rejected. So let's put on the armor, put on the helmet of salvation, <laughs> put on the breastplate of his righteousness, his sword and his shield. That's the gospel. But don't just walk around with it. Let the light and the power of his majesty and his glory fill your life. I beckon you, people of God, to put prayer as a foundation of your pastorship, of your ministries, in your home, uh, in your job, in your car, everywhere you go. Make God first, not just in ritual. And that, that blew me away, you all. And I'm telling you the truth. And I don't know who 58755 is, but God bless you and welcome. But when I, when I was thinking about all of this, I said, well, Lord, how do we stay there? How do we stay there? How do we get there? And prayer, meditation, and studying this word, it equips us. But you get this is Jason Puckham. Hey, Sister Parham. Yeah. Thank you. And so that this power that God has given to us is not to be played with. It's, no, it's not a game anymore. The world is dying from ignorance and selfishness. Almost 800,000 people have died because of this, this pandemic. And now this new variant. At the, at the, they don't want to shut everything down, but God is saying, until you obey, and I'm saying to the body of Christ, you don't want your church to get shut down again. Start bringing your people and demanding, command them, say, I decree in this church, we're going to pray. I decree in this house, in this house, five, six days a week, seven days a week, we're in prayer, some kind of way, prayer is going on. Either we listen to somebody or we're praying. That's Elder Jennifer Seals and I. That's, that's how it's changed our life. That's, that's how that, that you could call me, uh, uh, Mother Carlene, and just say, well, can you do something for me tomorrow? Yes, ma'am. And, and at first I was like, man, oh, wow. What? And you, are you in the presence of God or are you going to complain? Ooh, you've been asking to be used of God. You've been asking for the blessings of the Lord to make it be rich and out of no sorrow. Are you willing to sacrifice and stretch yourself for more for God? So that, so that when people offend you, you can look at them and say, you know, my heart goes out to you. God bless you. I, will, I understand. <laughs> Whether or not you do or not, I understand. That's a peace of God that passes all understanding. And that's all I'm asking you to do. That's what the Lord would have you to do. It's this Christmas. Your Christmas gift is Jesus. Celebrate the gifts he's given to you. Celebrate where he brought you from. Celebrate <clears throat> that even if children ain't saved and sanctified, that God's hand is on them. Because we too felt really short of the glory of God when we were young. So hold on to God's unchanged word. Trust and obey him. Get in that place where I said to my sons and my, some of my daughters, my daughter-in-laws just love on each other. Because if you if you can't, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. The glory of God, Sister Parham, Mother Parham, anointed woman of God, uh, the, the glory of God is so awesome that we miss it. That that we so sometimes we can get so caught up in, in issues of life that we we have all that you've prayed for and asked for, and we're still unhappy. That's the root of unhappiness, is you're looking for something else that you can't fulfill. It takes God to give it to you. So every time you get to a place where you're feeling like, why am I down when you've done so much? That's like looking at all that I have and all that you've done in spite of the problems, Pastor Chisholm. Look what he's done in your life. Where would you be if, if it had not been for Jesus? 
Where, where, where would all of you be if it had not been for his love and the gifts of life and the, and the gifts that he's given you to function and to, to be a part of so many people's life? Carlene, I listened to Mother Carlene cry, cry, Sister Delona. She was crying on the phone today, trying to get people to give a testimony. And she had tears in her eyes at the end of the prayer. And she said, I, I just, this today is testimony Thursday and we only had two people. You've got to be kidding. Why should she have to beg you to, to give a testimony? Because you're not stayed in the place with God. You're caught up in the world and you, we act like good Christians and <laughs> but we ain't walking this walk tough enough. How do I say that? Because look at the state of the world. There's got to be some more bread in Bethlehem. The bread is Jesus. Eat some of the bread of Jesus. Eat this Bible. Study it and stay in his presence because the prayer reveals what the word of God is saying to us. The Bible in prayer gives you clarity of the revelations of what the spirit is speaking to you. So when you stay in his presence with this gift of his presence, his presence is your gift. It's your hideaway. It's your comforter. It's your doctor. It's your lawyer. When nobody else can figure you out and figure nothing out, can't help you, he's right there waiting. <laughs> Said, what took you so long? I'm not perfect, but I pray something that I share will help perfect the work of God in our lives. The Lord needs, I need perfecting. So I keep asking us to go back to Jesus. Amen. And let's celebrate this awesome gift. If Jesus, he didn't go to the rich people when he went to Elizabeth and Zachariah. He, he, didn't, he didn't go to the rich people when he went to Mary. What did he do? He went to hardworking people like you and I. He didn't have no titles. Matter of fact, he was a high priest. He was in the high priest position at the altar of sacrifice. Everybody can't go there. You had to be appointed to that. But you're the priest today because Jesus shed his blood for you and I. Father, I thank you for this message. I thank you, God, that someone's <laughs> life touched. I pray this Christmas gift that you've given us, the birth of Jesus, will birth something new in us. I, I feel it. I feel I feel impregnated with hope and possibilities. And Lord, I, I pray this prayer asking for miracles and signs and wonders. I, I pray, God, asking uh, that, that this ministry of HS ministry, God, will continue to be a teaching ministry, a, a praying ministry. Lord, the people, that there be a place that we can come to, a building, a workshop, so just teaching, God. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hold church, so I just want to teach and pray and pray and teach and provide, and God, just open up the windows of heaven, oh God. Send the philanthropists, oh God. Send, oh God, the donors oh God. Send whatever we need that we can take care of the homeless, oh God. And even my son who's sleeping in a car right now, and I'm a, I have to say it because it's heavy on my heart, and I, I just want you all to know that, that all these prayers, God has kept him in the hollows of his hand, saved his life from a terrible accident, but he, yet he still needs the help of God. So Lord, I ask for the financial blessings to have a place, oh God, a home for him to go to, an apartment to go to, a job, oh God, even for me, oh God, and all of those that are crying out, that have lost their jobs, that are older now, need a blessing of the Lord to bless their finances in their own personal life. Do it for your glory, God, that we'll be mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. You got to pray like that and believe it, because if you can't imagine yourself that God can give you a car, that God can give you more than you can ask for, because he's the cattle on a thousand hill belongs to him. So don't ask nobody else for nothing. Ask God for everything that I need. Lord, you know what I'm in need of. I thank you. I thank you. Healing and delivering and breakthroughs in your people that are on the line and hearing these cries, oh God. Do it for your glory. We come to say thank you because we adore you. We magnify you. We trust and obey you. Lord, we fall short, but thank you that you keep turning us, turning us around. That's what repentance is. Turn us away and turn us to you for a more closer walk with Jesus. I wish you that merry, merry Christmas. 
that Christ and the Spirit fill your homes with the celebration. If you give God some time yes. in this Christmas celebration and just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All these gifts, all this stuff, all this house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this podcast that you, you told me to start. Thank you for all the different guests. So that's what we're doing. We're being obedient. We're being obedient. And I do pray. I do see the ministry growing. And I'm going to encourage you. Something is going to come forth even more. If you hold on to God and trust him and obey him, more is coming for you and I. More. If you can only believe, faith is the spirit of God that's moving in you. That says all things are possible. Only. Amen. Bless you, brother. Thank you. Glory to God. Amen. Very uh, wonderful pre-Christ Mass message. We thank you for it. When I got your invitation, I was excited about letting the Lord use you to set us up to get ready to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well done. The Lord want me to give this to you. Galatians 6 and 9. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. And even as we look around the world and we see people that are not responding to the word of God, he told us, do what we're supposed to do. Don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't, don't get down. Don't, don't even find fault. You know, just keep it because the Lord said, after you do all you can, ask them what to do next. That way you won't get weary. That way you won't feel like I give up. You know, we, we got a situation in our church where we're, you know, we're, we're seeking youth, begging them and pleading with them, taking them, skating and bowling, pizza and whatever. They don't come back the next day. Lord say, be that we're well doing. You know, don't, don't start getting down. Just what do I do next, Lord? You know, so that we can you know, keep, the good, keep, the, keep the good fight up. So that's for the body of Christ because uh, there's a lot of people working, we not, might not be seeing the rewards of our endeavors, but the Lord says, don't get weary because in due season you'll reap if you faint not. So I say that to the body of Christ. Just keep on keeping on. Uh, make sure you continue your closer walk. I got that from you today. We got to have a closer walk with Jesus. In our church, we read scriptures every day. We, we read scriptures every day and then we pray. That keeps us you know, I say this, you know, reading our scriptures every day keeps us in the Jesus Christ way. And so that's what we want to do. Stay in the way of God. So be encouraged. Uh, it's going to be a great Christ mass season. God told me uh, this is going to be something special. So get ready, get ready, get ready. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Praise God. I don't, I don't know if um, Evangelist Cur um, Deloney or Evangelist Curlane like to make any comments, but I thank God for you all being on today and to all of you that are in Etherland that are listening on the internet. Amen. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Um, Amen. Praise the Lord, Elder. I just want to say that um, I really, really, really thank the God. Thank God for um, those words of encouragement. Amen. Um, I always love the word of God and Anytime the word of God is spoken, I want to hear it. I, I often tell my grandchildren, I don't care if, 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 a, if, a, if my little doggy or kitty cat get up and preach the word. If he's preaching the truth, I'm going to listen to him because God's word is true. Whatever vessel, as you said, he talked through the donkey. He Amen. used the donkey. Hey, watch out now. <laughs> God. God is the God that will use whoever is a willing right. vessel. Right. And right. that Amen. is what our mindset is in this 21st century, in the days ahead. God is asking for not qualifications, but willing vessels, humble vessels. And we don't have to worry about the results. We Amen. just serve and do what God has invited us to do with the willing heart. Bless God you. bless you. Amen. Praise God for you. Praise God for you. Well, brothers, sisters, I uh, sister, uh, who's that? They just spoke, Anton. 
That was uh, uh, Evangelist um, uh, Adela Deloney. I just want you to make sure you have your camera rolling. When that cat start preaching, make sure you get that on camera so we can share that with the world. What you say? I'm sorry. I said, once that cat or dog start preaching, make sure you have your camera rolling so we can share that with the world. Because I want to see that. Well, you know, Evangelist Caroline <laughs> will tell you, my little dog, he's six years old. He's so accustomed to me uh, praying in the home, you know, with yeah. myself and on the phone with others. When I tell him, come on, I'm getting ready to pray. He's usually barking all the he'll sit there and he won't utter a word. Hallelujah. Amen. Not a word. So I Amen. thank God for that. You know, uh he they're they're very intelligent, you know, and I say the word prayer enough, he knows that you know you have to be quiet. Hallelujah. Amen. So we can train up children, we can train up dogs too, huh? Absolutely. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Caroline, no, it's true because we done prayed over here many a time and he don't Amen. make the sound. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all. Beautiful, beautiful sermon. Power, powerful sermon. God bless you. Thank you. Praise God for all of you being home. We give God all the glory. <clears throat> we thank God for what he's doing on this uh, podcast. Um, I, I, I used to get upset because I, I was asking God, well, where are the people at? I, I've been teaching all this stuff, and, and it's what the pastor just said, you know, uh, be not weary in your well-doing. Just keep doing it. Amen. And, and the reason I can respond the way that I, I am is, is because I'm willing to be stretched and not my will, but his will. So when you have a hundred pages of outline notes that you share with other people and you're teaching six or seven people and you're sending them the notes and you send it to other people because that's what the Holy Ghost gives me to do. That's how I study. That's, I don't, everybody can't re recall scriptures like, like some people can just give them a scripture they can recall. I have to have it and, and then the Holy Ghost takes over. I can't explain to you how I, I, I don't know. I'm just grateful. Praise the Lord. 71, I'm grateful. Pastor Gay told me to tell you she enjoyed the message. God bless you. God bless you. God bless her. Tell her God bless you all. We're going to sign off as 812. And thank you all so very much. Um, I, I look forward to talking to all of you because March 20, March 19th, March 19th, please put that in your calendars. We're going to be doing another prayer. Um, 24 hours and, and looking to bring people from different parts of the world together to pray for 24 hours. The Lord has blessed us with to do 16, two 16 hour prayers. Thank you for all of you that have participated, that are listening. And, and God didn't ask me, when he told me to do this, the Holy Spirit did not tell me to ask the prayer leader and their prayer partners who their members are on their prayer team. He said, ask them can you stand with us for one hour and pray? And everyone that I've called, basically, some people I, I, I was introduced to, some people I hadn't talked to in years, and they came on board, and that's God's doing. And so I, I know some people think, the man lost his mind. He, he ain't working. He can't do this. I don't worry about that. I'm doing what God has commissioned me to do. Amen. And if I can bring people together to pray and to teach, that's, that's my desire now is to be a sweet-smelling God's mouth. God bless you. If you want to reach El uh, Elder Jennifer Seals and I, uh, write us at AJS Ministry. Um, uh, and the information is on the Facebook page. Uh, it's on the social media. Uh, go to our AJS Ministry um, blog page. All the links to all our social media. God bless you. We ask you to sow a seed. And I know it's Christmas, but be mindful of those that are in need. And I pray to bless somebody. Be a blessing. God bless you. Peace Praise the Lord. Merry Bless Christ Mass and Merry Christmas to you all. Love you. Merry Christmas. Peace. Amen. Love you. Love you. Good night. Good night. Good night. God bless. God bless.